Are we ready now? I think so. You think so? Are you done drinking your water? No, but oh, okay. it, can, it can wait. <laughs> All right. Hi, everyone. Aloha. I am Rachel. And I'm Tifa. And we are actually this time, take a deep breath, we are at night and we are very close to the lanai. <laughs> Improvements. It's got to count for something. It does. I mean, usually it was daytime because it was right after Ruby aired, which airs around here at about 6 a.m., 10 a.m. for and, most people in the mainland. And we can't wait till the night. It's just... No, it was 6 a.m. Yeah, I know, but I'm saying like, oh, we, oh, we can't wait. wait. Yes, absolutely So correct. we did it in the morning anyways. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. We watched it at like 9 a.m. Yeah. Do you and, then, about? and then podcast afterwards. Yeah. It's... Yeah, don't ask for too much from us, okay? We're doing the best that we can. We're trying. I think we've improved. Um, so yes, we did not record an intro about us watching this episode. Um, did we? No, we didn't record one. No, we didn't. Okay, you we were, just wanted. You, I was you still too... had the the sickness, the oh, sniffles. I was, I was sick. Yeah. So mm-hmm. yeah, I was sick for a little bit, and so I didn't really do much um, talking, recording, but. I did do a lot of writing and postulating. Is that the right word? Postulating is the right word. There yes. we go. Speculating <laughs> on this episode. So we are primed to discuss it. Oh, yeah. Um, and we just finished watching it again just yeah. to have a little, a little refresher. refresher. Yeah, it was so good. Yes. Such a good, good, good season. Yeah. We, yeah. Oh, my God. Especially this one just really wrapped things up. It's like, I, I don't even know how to describe it. Just really, <clears throat> I don't know. It was just amazing. Mm. I'm getting I know. all excited all over again. I know. As soon as... I, I, I haven't stopped thinking about it since, what, Saturday? It's been on my mind. It's just... Um, Let's go right into it. Let's dive in. What did you think about the beginning? The the opening of the episode? Where we... Oh, we started with Neo. Okay. So, so let's think here. Because I feel like I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to jump a lot. Ugh. Oh, okay. Um, so, I think, you know, when... Going into this episode, from episode 12, I feel like I had a lot of ideas of what it would be about, and I was constantly, I was like, oh my god, what are they going to do with this episode? Because 12 just felt so, it ended on such a note that was so tragic and dramatic and harrowing, and so I was like, how are they going to lead into this? And surprisingly, I feel like this finale actually ended on a hopeful note that was also absolutely terrifying. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Somehow they managed to do both. It felt like I've never seen the stakes in this series set so high. Honestly, mm-hmm. I, I I loved season I love volume three. I, I liked all the volumes. I've I've loved them all, but I just I feel like this felt the most cinematic. It felt like just all of the characters were balanced and it just it was it was it was very well done. Yeah. Their stories were mm-hmm. are reaching like the peak, I feel like. It slowly built up and led to this point. Mm. And now I'm excited to see what the next seasons are going to... The next two seasons? So eight eight is apparently really interconnected with seven. So it's going to be a longer season. I don't really know what constitutes longer. But I'm assuming it's going to be like a a decently... Decently, like more than 13 episodes. But it's very much so a part of seven. So I think they're okay. one arc basically. I see. So instead of being one season, it's like two seasons over this big arc. Arc. Oh. And then nine is confirmed, but I don't know what nine is going to be about. I don't know if nine is still connected to eight or if there's a little more distance there. Yeah. Um, but they're already recording for season, for volume eight, which is interesting because I feel like they didn't start recording for volume eight until a lot later on, or volume seven until a lot later on in the year. Mm. But this is just as soon as 
seven ends, they're recording for eight already, which is great because I think it's going to allow them more time to do the things they want to do and not crunch the animators and, you know, the sound That's design true. team and all that. So Wow, so kind of have a lot of expectations then I know, for this I know. new season. Oh, but you know what? I will, they, they can do whatever and I'd still be a fan of it. It'd still be really they're such good. good writers, good people. I know, especially if they're not stopping the momentum that they yes. had with the season. Oh my gosh, I'm sure it's going to be phenomenal. Yes. Regardless, but especially phenomenal <laughs> and i'm gonna i'm gonna be honest like even coming out of 12 coming out of 11 coming out of um episode coming out of episode 11 and 12 and now 13 i have no clue where the story's going like typically you can see like the the threads of where they're putting things they are so like all of these plots are so up in the air that i literally can't pull them down to be like what's gonna happen it's like i have no clue like it's I love that they did that. Oh, me too. Ah, like, what? Keeping it exciting. I like that. And you can't pinpoint it. And you just have to keep guessing and, and coming up with theories. And... That's what I'll be doing for the hiatus. <laughs> I know. Um, so, yeah. I, I don't know. Like, I guess just going into the episode. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, I went off. But no, I like... it's okay. And, I mean, it's good. We need to kind of transition from the previous one. Mm-hmm. Like, did... Okay, my question to you is... Did, I, I don't know if you answered it, did it kind of turn out to be what you had expected, like, going into like, it? Um, just because of how episode 12? Yeah, I, I think it was just, you know, it dip- and, and there's also the, the um, there's the pull to want your favorite characters to have a certain kind of gravity on the screen time, you know what I mean? So, so you're always thinking of what your favorite characters are doing, and sometimes the other stories don't always, you know, permeate your particular thought pattern. Right. And I noticed that because I have my favorites and I'm like, oh, I wonder what's going to happen with this character. What's going to happen with this character? Mm-hmm. And now after this finale, I can say I definitely have new favorites that I'm super excited for for volume eight. Um, but I think like, you know, the, the, so the first scene we saw with the neophyte, mm-hmm. I think it was like pretty much what I expected because I didn't expect that fight to have as much as much at stake, except for, I mean, the relic is a big stake, but at the same time, it's it's a relic and it wasn't a character and I was concerned about the characters more than even though I know the the relic relic. is important I know it matters we want everyone to be safe (laughs) I was more worried about Penny and Winter I was more worried about Team Junior plus Oscar Mm -hmm. and I was worried about other lingering things and the relic was kind of like oh she got it like oh okay yeah (laughs) I guess they got to get something you know I feel like it kind of did um turn out to um to the theories that we had discussed in our previous podcast about how we weren't sure if Oscar had um deliberately you know knocked down the guards to go find Ironwood and yet I mean it wasn't necessarily like that but he did find his way to Ironwood so it was kind of like yeah yeah. we've been new (laughs) which was insane but we'll get to that oh yes oh we'll get to that um I don't know that I, I did really like the opening um, and how they were kind of focusing a little bit more on Oscar. I, I, I like that he's finally getting his showtime mm. and showing his importance to... I can't help my hands! I'm so, like, <laughs> excited and nervous! Pressing at the table makes stop I know, noises. my laptop cord is, like, right in front of me, and I'm putting it in the groove of the table. Okay, no. <laughs> I'm taking it out. <laughs> it's gone. Just so, like grab yourself. Here, grab I need your a own fidget hands. spinner. Oh yeah, that was a popular. I should what, grab two years my ago? stress light bulb. 
go Maybe grab it. Maybe give me ideas. There you go. <laughs> I'll be here. No, I'm but anyways, yeah. um, I, I think Oscar uh, definitely... I, I don't know. I like that they said so little about him, yet they were making, like, they were making our minds get geared towards him being a really vital part. Like, we always yes. knew, but yes. I really like how they didn't give us much taste until now um, to lead into the next season. But Neo was really cool. Yeah, she, her fight style has always been fun, and it was good to see her in action. It felt a little, I feel like it could have been a little more exciting. Yeah. But it definitely wasn't anything that it was it was it was a fine fight and you knew this fight was kind of just it needed to happen for her to get the relic or and so it was I'm excited to see them engage later on. But now I was like, Oh, with with Atlas and every other thing happening, I was like, Oh my god, this is too much. <laughs> but I yeah, I definitely liked her 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 style's always been fun. And I, I pointed this out when we were watching it. I love the sound, that like tingling, like whatever that sound is, whenever she um fights and she has her umbrella out it's like oh. that certain sound they do and i can't describe it i didn't off the top of my head hear it but maybe i need to watch it again and remember when she comes attention. out as nora and she has yeah. and you hear that like hey, like it's, oh okay i think i know what you're talking about i yeah. love that they do that sound it's totally Neo. she's silent but that is her sound. it's like this weird little <laughs> musical thing you know yeah musical cue it's awesome that was such a chilling scene too Oh my gosh, of just the slow motion mm. of her tricking him and he just getting away in the right moment. Um, that was a greatly done scene with the eye change. Yes! Oh my god! It's like you kind of knew because of the way that she left Oscar and walked away. You're yep. Like, oh god, so nope. Nora. And it, but it all happened so fast. The transitions were great. They were. Good job, Kruby. <laughs> Kruby, we love you. Um, so yeah, what, what else did you think about that? Jean? Oh, you you can you can talk about Jean your boy and those nice tights. <laughs> tights. What did I say? Jeans. Jeans. He's wearing jeans. Tights. Right? Tight jeans. <laughs> tight jeans. His tight jeans. I really like them. Tiffany and his is, hair. He's just stepping his game up. She's 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 not one of the thirsty moms because she's not a mom too young. But you know, in about twenty. Is that why my name is Sean? Yes. No. <laughs> no, but he was amazing this episode too. I love the um command he took when Ren started flipping out. Yeah. And he was just like, Ren, enough. And I was like, I like that kind of. He's becoming a better leader. Which is nice because when you look at the beginning of the season, he was pushed to the side yeah, so many times by yeah. not only all of his friends like Ruby and his team, but even by um, Aesop's. They were also just like, oh, yeah, you get to handle the kids because yep. that's important, too. Yeah, he was. You know, no children are important, but, but it wasn't fighting a sewer grim. Yeah, and I like that he was able to come into this moment and assume his leadership. Like, he this did. finally confirmed it, I feel like. Yeah, know, yeah. Which is nice. And I'm interested. So, I mean, the Ren scene when he almost, what did you, what did you interpret that as? I don't know. I had a couple of different ideas in my head. Um, at first, I thought, well, of course, immediately react. My immediate reaction was like um, him kind of thinking about um, how uptight he has been with Nora and like pushing her away, and that the fact that um, he's now having to face her and a sense of like being on the opposite side of her, like the opposite team, 
really, I don't know, triggered, uh, I don't know, like depression or something like this is not what he wants to do. He does not, he's not ready to face his friends if that's the side that he has to be on. I don't know. I see what you mean. Um, and then my oh, other Oh, that's a great take, Tiff. Yeah, because it's like he loves Nora, but what if he feels what he thinks is right is joining Ironwood, and that means he has to fight against Nora, which he doesn't really want to do. That's a great take. Damn, girl. Oh, thank you. No, that was a, I did not think of that at all. I don't know. And maybe his, him crying was that realization that that's what he wants to do, mm. is be with Ironwood. Yeah, yeah. My other thought was... Um, uh, what, uh, I had totally had another thought. Um, my other thought was that he, I don't know, just the, all of the pressure that he had been putting on himself for being a, a huntsman and getting the job done right and all of his training was for nothing. Like, he still wasn't able to, like, I, I don't know, get the relic, everything's falling in the opposite direction and that just, like, was his breaking point. I don't know. There was totally a better thought that I had, no, and no, I can't no. think of it right now, which is really bad, but... Wait, my brain flunked, too. I was like, I have a thought about that, but I don't remember what it is. I like the... I love the interpretation of, like, he would see what he... If he had to fight Nora, let's say, you know, they were... He was on Ironwood's side. I like that take, because it's super true. Like, he would have to... Because they're all... Well, they're all under arrest now, so I guess he can't go over to Ironwood and be like, hey, man, actually, I kind of want to join you. <laughs> Well, they're but, not under arrest yet. They're wanted. They're, right? they're, no, they're, but they're like, they're, they, they're wanted. Like, they're wanted <laughs> criminals, you know, detained on site. Like, he's on that list. They'll join you. Yeah, sure, boy. I guess <laughs> if you want, child. I can't trust you. Well, um. Just don't call me James. <laughs> <laughs> Too soon? It's general. Oh, my God. I'm going to start saying that to my friends. My friends call me Rachel. To you, it's general. Oh, damn. <laughs> uh, best line in the entire freaking season. Anyway, yeah. I mean, not season, but the, the episode. Jesus. <laughs> the delivery of Stone Cold. You know what? We'll get into it. But with Ren. Yeah, what um, did you think? I thought it was Ren. <clears throat> I, 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 said, I thought this before in my mind. It was Ren seeing the potential of, like, it kind of in the line was seeing the potential of having to hurt Nora, mm-hmm. but also him realizing that he, like you said, isn't, strong enough to do the things that he needs to do he was his he let his love for her get in the way of hurting or getting neo and she could use that against him and i feel like it's ren looking at the weaknesses that he has and being like i can't protect anyone if i can't even protect anyone like yeah so it was like i definitely saw it as him being conflicted with seeing his own inability to act in the face of something like love because love is like what a lot of this is about it's about love and trusting people and that's what salem is you know trying to tear trying to tear apart and he's seeing it as that weakness you know in himself and i'm sure it's not as much as like salem is but it's just interesting to see his own you know i i thought that i kind of took it as that i took it as very much in line with kind of what you were saying as him, him seeing his own weaknesses and his inability to act I kind of like that parallel between the him and Ironwood in that sense. Yeah, yeah. They're both seeing those uh, really important aspects as weaknesses that yes. are causing huge setbacks. But that's not the problem. It's very true. But I do like that 
that comparison or the parallel, if that's the right word. Yeah, yeah, it is. It is. And that was, I mean, that was a sad scene to see him crying. And at the end of it, when he was in the ship, they were all in that ship, which I saw a really funny, like, post. And it was basically, have you ever seen the gif of the, it's the Donkey Kong crew? And they're all, <laughs> <laughs> they're all riding and they look really sad in that little cart. <laughs> it's like the scene of them in that dropship. We're all going to die. I literally. Fly. <laughs> it carried that same weight. It was so... It was hilarious. It was such a funny gift. I remember that when I first saw the gift, it was paired with when you go, you and the friends are going for a night out and someone almost dies. <laughs> so we'll post it on so Twitter. So accurate. So yes. you can see it. We will put... Great idea. We will post it on our Twitter. It's great. It's an amazing <laughs> gift. We'll find Very it. Very relatable. Oh, yeah. That's exactly what that dropship <laughs> scene was. Yeah. <laughs> God. And Ren was literally this, like, hand... Head in his hands. Yeah. Not I, okay. No. So devastated. And and Nora, like, I wonder how she's... If she's going to try and, like, snap him out of it. Yeah. If she's going to do something. Or if that's, like... If this is the end of their... I know, they just started... Oh! They just kissed. It's not the end. It I won't let be. it. What's not a relationship today. without getting through some bumps? Mm. You know? You gotta get through it, work through it together. Here, here. Um, that was great. I was, like, looking for my cup, and I, it's, it's just not the same. It needs to be a can. A can I don't have a can. Tea. She has a can. I do have a can. It's a beer can. No, I'm kidding. I haven't <laughs> drank in two weeks. Um... <laughs> It's that's, a long time. That's pretty great. That is yeah. pretty great. Yeah, you know. Here, here, here. <laughs> um, yeah. So, uh, what what were some other things that really caught your attention? Okay, in this episode? I'm gonna move into this because, first of all, <clears throat> as soon as I saw her, this as soon as this episode ended, I gave myself maybe one hour, and then I texted my friend, and I was like, I know who I'm cosplaying at at New York Comic Con if I go to New York Comic Con. And I was like, Cinder fucking fall in her new badass self. This was, this episode redeemed Cinder's entire, f- like, she, not that she was a bad character before, but I didn't, I didn't really care about her. I didn't really invest the time into her. After this episode, seeing her go feral was, like, amazing. I was <laughs> like, I love her. She is amazing. She is bananas. And she's such a good character. Just because, like, in the sense that she was just able to show that, like, true hunger and desire for power, whereas she was just kind of masking it before. Yes. I feel like this this episode, she was absolutely desperate to win. For Salem, probably, because she wants to redeem herself in her eyes, but also because she is, and we've seen this reflected before, hungry for power. She said it in volume three, after she took the maiden powers. I've been re-watching them to catch some things. After she, she took half the powers from Amber, right? Before Crow kind of stopped them. Yeah. And then when she had those powers, she told Salem it feels like an, an emptiness. And it feels like it's hungry. And she said she liked it. Right. And so now listening to her say that to Winter, you know, kind of being like, you uh-huh. all let us start. Oh, I refuse to start. Sorry. It was like, damn. Like, she is a character that is, like, gluttonous for mm-hmm. power and for, for success. And I don't know. She is... And it I remember just, like, it really drew you. It drew in. me in. Yeah. I, I don't know. I, I just, I just, I love these kinds of female characters that have that, that kind of like want because you know they're they're not always shown. It's something yeah. that can be a little. I don't know. Yeah, and then totally she's a villain, right. but but that kind of makes it almost more relatable to show that there's some things in life. It doesn't have to be 
you know, power, but there's some things in life that we just want so bad. Yeah. And like, it, it's this need, it's just this craving that we can't get rid of. And having that kind of displayed on the screen is like, I don't know, makes it easier for It's just me neat too. Yeah. I just think it's neat. And, and it's, she was kind of a badass. She the, was super Those fight badass. scenes were great. And she was desperate. And, and I think when I was watching volume four or five, or I don't even know what I was watching. One of them before, I remember she said something like, why don't we just take what we want? We have enough power. And Salem was like, you underestimate the ability of, to manipulate other people. Like you being powerful isn't going to win a war. Right. And I think that was such an interesting aspect of, Cinder's character is that she's this like I'm powerful I will be powerful in this episode she did that she was like breathing fire angrily I was like yeah but it kind of blinding her um from being able to obtain it and that kind of yeah I don't know that realization will probably kick in into her um and her remembering what Salem said like you or just you know maybe she hasn't learned because she she was or no maybe 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 she was doing it for Salem I don't but it was just interesting. I, I think feel she like was it was it mostly herself. for herself. Yeah. 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 But maybe she's realizing now that like, yeah, maybe I should have listened to Salem and tried to manipulate my way. And then I would have had that power. Regards. Maybe. I just, I just loved, I just loved her scenes this episode. Um, and so that was a great with, with Cinder and Penny and Winter fight. That was the one I was like, that oh. was amazing. And I just love the way that they've, the, that whole fight scene, how they were portraying Penny for some reason. Yeah. I don't know. Everything about this entire episode <clears throat> that involved Penny was just like, I don't know, made me super excited. And yeah. like, I it was just beautifully done. Like, there's something about her character that's changing right now that I, I maybe I could pinpoint, but I can't really totally pinpoint it. Try it. I, I don't know. It's like you can see that she's... She's realizing her emotions, you know, she's becoming a real girl, right? Pinocchio, like you said before. But um, I don't know, like there wasn't that much that she was able to say. It was mainly her actions that were being shown in the episode. But there was so much other emotion going on in her face. And I'm just wondering, like, what it's going to turn into in the next season. True. Because, like, someone dying in her arms, how is she feeling about that? Obviously upset, but like... I don't know. There's just so many things, and I'm trying to still like figure out how she's going to take this into with with and integrate it with her new powers. Yes. I don't know. Super true. I, yeah, I was looking back now and seeing Penny and all the other um, episodes. It was like you know after episode six was when the massacre at the at the election party happened was when she became kind of quiet as a character. She didn't really say much. She didn't really do much. She kind of got subdued. And, I, you know, in the beginning, she was this boisterous, happy person. And I, met, I just, a lot of the scenes were more solemn later on. Even when Winter and her had that conversation during the um, episode of the, the Schneeman. Yeah. And that was, that, and I love their conversations because they go back and forth of her being like, I want to do what I believe is the right thing. And I don't think this is the right thing. And Winter with her, well, it doesn't matter really what I think is the right thing. We have to do what is, is like, the right thing according to the general in her right. case looking at the bigger picture <clears throat> which is a big sentiment tossed around this episode mm-hmm. the whole season really but it's it, it was so penny's character definitely became this character that when she did finally get the maiden powers it felt right because she had done all the things that she unfortunately winter didn't do didn't yeah prioritize i also thought it was interesting that 
I, I don't know. Like, just to see that Winter had actually cared in the end, and she was super upset about it. Um, I don't know. I, I just... Oh, yeah. I feel like you could see that maybe, like, a mile away, because she was like, you know, I'm just doing what General's uh, saying I should do, because that's better for the bigger picture, but really, I think she's maybe also struggling with that hunger for power. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But not for bad. Like, she wants to do good, but I think she... She maybe wanted that power to prove herself useful. I think so. Um, you know, because maybe, I mean, her father was not a good person, but, you know, maybe because she didn't get any, um, I don't know, not attention, but, like, the right kind of attention in the house. And now mm. she's, I don't know, trying to prove herself outside of that and, and in front of the general, like, now that she's lost that option. I know. I, know. I, I you definitely could see because the one the one line that always stuck like, that stuck with me a lot was when she was like, "No, she's part of you now," to Penny, and I mean that that line has a lot of other implications as well. But I think the way she said it was almost angry. Yes. And it was almost like resentful, and That's so I, what I heard too. Yep, I, I definitely feel like she's like she's letting them get away, and I, and she didn't tell Ironwood at least that we saw that Penny is the maiden. She just told Ironwood the power was gone. Right. So she has a wild card, kind of like Yang does, because I feel like we forget constantly that Yang is the only one that knows her mother is this spring maiden. <laughs> right. So Yang is the only one who knows, except for Cinder, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, so I, oh, my gosh. So that's that's something I'm like, will Winter tell Ironwood or will she not? And then will that betrayal have implications later on if he finds out that she didn't she didn't tell him? You know what I mean? Right? Is it still that she, even though she's upset that she didn't get the power, she still cares. Yeah. She's remembering that she still cares for her family, and she's not going to be like all the other people that she's trying to get away from in her life, like her father and and other, other people who, um, I don't know, just don't bring her to her best potential. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm interested. I don't know. I'm interested to see her relationship with Ironwood and, and like, you know, cause she's always looked up to him, it seems. So I'm really interested to see now that he's apparently going to, well, I don't, I, I and this is something I, I, I don't know how they're going to handle next season because Salem is, cause she could literally use that whale to just knock Atlas out. Like she just like, she's <laughs> ramming in, in there. <laughs> but I'm like, well, why would she do that? Like they're, they're definitely, and, and I, every time I try to circle through the reasoning of it, I'm like, well, she could just ram into it, but then, like, wouldn't you destroy the vault or whatever it is, and she wouldn't be able to access the relic. Right. So she maybe has to lay siege to the city in a way, but mm-hmm. give an ultimatum to Ironwood. But uh, he's been saying he won't listen to her, so it's, it's, it's... So I think his priority of getting Team Ruby arrested is definitely not that high anymore. Like, oh. I, I thought for a while that, like, you know, Crow and Robin would have some bearing on Ironwood's story, but I honestly don't think he gives a shit that Clover's dead. I think he's like, whatever. Like, not not, in the, not that he doesn't care, but I think he's like, Salem he's, is at our doorstep. Like, I can't prioritize their yeah. trials. I can't prioritize arresting them. I have to focus my army on literally attacking a giant whale. Yeah. He's going to be focused on that and watch <clears throat> somehow. I think, and the Winter Maiden. He's going to have to try to find the Winter Maiden. If, right. if Winter doesn't tell, if Winter tells him it's Penny, I think we're going to have some chasing down of Team Ruby. If Winter does not disclose that information, I think we're going to have a lot of you don't think he would abandon Mantle to chase them, do you think? And How? He can't access the relic or anything. He can't move Atlas. 
No, that's true. I mean, like, personally, like, go oh, out on a vessel and chase them down or something. But I, I feel like, know, are they going so. to be trapped within, like, the the perimeter of Atlas in their own ship because of Salem's forces? Oh, that's my biggest concern, is that they were leaving the city of Atlas. And I was like, but the point was of the season when they told him not to abandon Atlas. And they're basically and they're abandoning, abandoning Atlas. But, but my thinking is they're not actually leaving Atlas they just itself. Need a they're place, just going, a safe spot. They're right. going into, like, the dust mines. Because... If they leave, I'd be a little disappointed just because they... I understand that the odds are now way impossible. But that's the point of Ruby's speech is that it doesn't matter the odds. You have to keep fighting. To try, yeah. And so I really think that they can't be leaving. I thought they would go to Vacuo to get help, which would be a reasonable thing to do. But mm-hmm. I don't think Team Ruby should do that. I think they should send Maria or whoever and, yeah. to go send a message to Vacuo. Because they, like Team Ruby and Jun- Juniper. <laughs> Junior. 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 Yeah. It's okay. Oscar will, will regroup, hopefully. Yeah. Rejoin. Uh-huh. But um, Ruby and Junior have the ability to fight. Yes. And Penny now. Yes. Uh-huh. So I think, yeah, it would be smarter if they sent, you know, Maria and Penny's dad to um, gather more forces for them. Yeah, to go to Vacuo and let the headmaster of Shade Academy be like, hey, dude, like, we need help, you know? Because I want them to have, I, I said, I want them to have a, a Gandalf arriving at Helm's Deep kind of situation. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> like, I'd love, I'd love the headmaster to just be like this, like, in a tweed suit, just, like, sitting there with his tea, like, on this, like, floating, I don't know what, and he's just drinking, like, all right, everyone go, and then it's, like, this crazy fight in the, oh, that'd be amazing. Oh, my God. He just rolls in, he's, like, all right, I'm back you always Rolls in on his white horse, that'd yeah. be, like, Gandalf. Yeah, that would be, like, Gandalf. <laughs> I, I picture, I don't know what Theodore is going to be like, nobody knows what Theodore is going to be like, uh, but I definitely, like, just imagine all these, like, because it's, like, Vacuo is supposed to be, like, scoundrels and thieves and, like, the desert and the wastelands and all that. But I picture, like, Sun popping up and being, like, hey, I'm here where I'm needed. And he just, like, whips his yes. stuff out. Slams and then Neptune. Neptune. Where are you at? Where's Neptune? We missed you. And Team Coffee's there, apparently. Yeah. Oh, I miss Team Coffee. Oh my gosh, I hope they all get connected. I want that to be the end of season eight. I was just about to say, like, oh, well, they should know what's going on. And I was like, just kidding. He, um, um, Ironwood never got the communications towers up. Yeah, that was all a farce. Freaking sucks. He lied to Watts to get him into the tower, which was a good plan at first. Yeah, but, um, fidgeting again. (laughs) I'm getting excited. I know. Um, yeah, so I think that... They can't be leaving. They're just in that safe spot to figure out what the next best move would be. That's what I'm, I'm, I'm hoping. I mean, I, I'm sure the writers are going to do what needs to be done. Yeah. But I just worry that if they leave, it'll send the wrong... It'll, it'll send the message that Ironwood was kind of right. And, you know, I mean, if they want to send that message, that's fine. But I, I just was like, well, I just feel like it's supposed to be Team Ruby fighting against all the odds. Yeah, yeah, which makes sense, because why would they go back on their word? Yeah, It just doesn't make sense to me. I think they're regrouping at, like, a dust mine or whatnot. Like, they'll probably just be down there, like... Maybe they'll try to get Amity Tower up and running, but... I don't see how they could do that without Ironwood's help and knowledge, right? I don't know. With Watts? No! No! (laughs) Pietro! Oh, right! He's there. Ironwood's just the general, but he's the brains. There we go. There we go. And the so happy hunters. Oh my gosh, right. How do we think 
they're going to connect with the happy huntresses and crow okay <laughs> i have a lot of theories on that well it's because crow is my favorite character and robin is slowly becoming one of my favorite secondary characters Ooh, let's um, hear. so the characters i care most about next season are crow obviously penny yes definitively oscar i think his character was stunning this season who oscar ospin and cinder those yes. are the characters that I'm very invested in next season. Yes. But as for what I think is going to happen, I would love the Happy Huntresses to break Robin and Crow out of prison. That would be amazing. It's literally like my dream episode of like dun, 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 dun. Like all <laughs> sneaking through the hallways. Wait, and then because didn't one of the... One invisibility. Of the ha- yes, thank you. You read my mind. May has the invisibility. So May, the, the ship. No, no, it's no. Fiona. Oh, Fiona. Fiona has the... She Darn can, like... So, I'm, I'm, so, this is what I'm picturing. I'm picturing her, like, taking a dropship into her little funnel that she has. Her little... What is it? Like, Moroku from... <laughs> from... From Inuyashi. He has a wind tunnel. Oh, right! <laughs> her little Moroku hand. I, just, I picture her using it to get a dropship, right? And then them sneaking with May's semblance into the whatever. And then the prison. And they're like, Robin, we're going to break you out. And Robin's like, wait, there's one more. Someone you got to break out. And then... Crow, they open the door and they're like, what? And she's like, no, 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 I've adopted him. It's fine. <laughs> He's going to be okay. He'll get better. He'll be, He'll get we'll, better. We'll, and then like Crow's just like, all right, I'm ready to join the Happy Hunters. <laughs> it's my favorite thing the I first want. male in the Happy Hunters. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> That'd be wonderful. That'd be amazing. Oh, I like that idea. So uh, that's that is what I want to happen. So, and then like them just like leave and they're dropship like peace out Ironwood like sucker and like. Right. Just... <laughs> Do you think that if oh, that happens dream. they would run into Oscar or is Oscar gonna be behind the scenes? Okay. But we're gonna like <clears throat> the Kruby's gonna keep us updated on what he's doing. So I'm because he's definitely a character we need to follow. Yeah. Or maybe he's doing his own thing and we don't know what it is until the end. You know, sometimes people do that. I thought about that too. But I let's talk about Oscar. I loved him finding his semblance. Or was it just was it his semblance or was it magic? I don't know. I was trying to look more closely when we were rewatching the episode because he's using the staff, right? Yeah. But I feel like he put it away at that second part and he was able to use do you think it's power that's being integrated with his body? I don't know. And he just in, has access to it? or In the third season, when he was fighting Cinder as Ozpin, he put himself in a green bubble. And so I was like, was that... Is that Ozpin's power? Is or it Ozpin's magic? Or is Ozpin, being inside of Oscar's body, able to see what his semblance is, and he's just able to kind of be like that, the key to unlocking it, like help him use his know. semblance easily, more easily. I don't know. I can't tell. I, I thought it was the because I the green bubble looks so much like the green like, bubble from season three. Yeah. And so I'm like, oh. is it his semblance or is it? I don't know. I don't know. Maybe we'll find out. But oh gosh, that'd be horrible if he's like making Oscar think that it's his semblance, but really it's. But did Ozpin. did Oscar say it was? Um. No. He he thought it was Ospin's. He was like this this yeah. green energy or this this energy oh, power yeah, but he did say and, you and he was like you must be back and you saved us and he was like actually you saved us yeah I'm so like, i'm like i don't know i don't know is it like he saved them like he i don't Blended know how. his power or or is it a different kind of saving do you know what i mean you think like no oscar, just just oscar being himself saved ospin in a way 
I don't know. I don't know how to interpret it. So I, I don't know. I just, it totally could be his semblance, but I was just not sure because I was like, it looks suspiciously like the bubble. Yeah. Oh, now but I, I want to watch it again. I know. And be like, but now, I, but it totally could have been a semblance because that would make total sense if he was like, you saved us, which means that Oscar used his power to save them. I would like that to happen, <clears throat> be, or, you know, be the case. Yeah. Um, because he just, he just needs to shine now. He you know, he's been win. pushed around God. so much and trying to catch up. Freaking, I really liked how they showed that too. This whole time yeah. he's just like so exhausted, trying to keep up with everyone and fight without his powers, if he has any. He's then, so, he's what, 14? Like at 14, I was still like crying over like cereal that I couldn't buy at the store because they didn't have it anymore. <laughs> like I was unable to make these big decisions of like, hey, sir, you can't just abandon a city. That's wrong. Boom. Like, I don't think I would be okay with that at 14. <laughs> no. But he was just an amazing character. Like, we, I feel like I underestimated Oscar as a character because for the most part, you're like, this is just a farm kid who fell into these, you know, this man fell into his head. I don't know. I almost feel like when they they <clears throat> first showed that to kind of make us think that he's just this farm yep, boy yeah. side character. Yeah. But I feel like it was it was their way of like showing that he was this small town kid with great destiny and like yes. it's not gonna um, it's not going to be prominent at first it will be at the end which is like what's happening now yeah definitely I, I really loved when it was the the um the screen was black and Ospin oh, was talking yeah. and he was like it's uh what you become when you're like in fear the person that you become while you're like held in this fear and they show Oscar like recognizing his power like realizing he has power and he can protect himself that like was wants to protect oh, Atlas. That was so good. That was such a powerful scene because it completely juxtaposes what Ironwood just did to him. So Oscar was in the grips of fear. He was falling to his death. He had nothing. And he still chose to try to do something about it. I know. I have chills. It's so amazing. Such an amazing character. Oh my god, it's and so good. And then I liked how they went from that. And you're like, yeah, Oscar, you're freaking great i love you and then they show winter and yes. her struggling with her sister and penny and yeah. that power and cinder which also i wanted to talk about how did cinder escape um ruby's uh power with her eyes i think she just flew but it looked like it, she was caught in the light and did. i was like oh, what is that going to do to her because she has that arm right? i guess she kind of got out before that's what i'm assuming because she was fine i guess she I guess Cinder. But I don't know. I'm just kind of excited that... I, I like guess... how Ruby was like, all right, bitch, on site. And she was like, boom. <laughs> so she's, has she been practicing secretly? I don't know. Because she couldn't do it before, remember? With right. the, the Megalites. She was like, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. Can't do it. But she saw Cinder and she was like, be gone. And it was... <laughs> Maybe she's... Uh, I hope that in the next season they're going to show her like realizing in that moment is when she figured out how to use it. Like what mm. emotions was she feeling and like... What triggered it? I don't know. I know. Oh. It's intense. And, I mean, I just like that, you know, Cinder getting away was one thing. You know, now now we have the teams. So, I, I'm, I'm thinking about this. And we have the teams of being, like, Salem's team, right? They have a maiden and a relic. Mm-hmm. A maiden and a relic. And they have the maiden that's corresponding to the relic, right? Pretty sure. So, they have a maiden and a relic together. Kind of united under Salem's front. Ironwood's team has 
a maiden and a relic, but they're not united. And I feel like that's the biggest takeaway from this season is that Salem was was doing what she needed to do to divide them, and Ironwood played it out. Cassinder, yeah. Cassinder played him. Cinder was like, I know how it'll get to you. And so Ironwood just succumbed to it. And so I definitely feel like that's such an interesting juxtaposition is that the villains definitely have more leverage than the heroes. Which is so frustrating because they gave so many warnings to Ironwood. Yeah. They were like, we know you're going to play it out. <laughs> and he's like, no, I'm not. I'm going to play it out. <laughs> I just... Uh, when when Watts was like when he scraped Watts on the ground he held them up first of all Watts was totally alive I should have seen it coming I did not I, was I like, know what? when I asked you I was like did he really kill him and you were like oh yeah he threw oh, it in the lava I throw that fucker in the lava I mean I would <laughs> guess I'm not a good person but it's fine I mean, neither is Ironwood at this point. Well, I wonder if Watts has some really, really vital information that only, like, or, you know, ability that only he can do that Ironwood needs. Yeah. That's or he's just going to rot in prison. I love Watts' character. I'm glad he's still alive. Mm-hmm. I hate that none of the villains died, but I'm really glad, too, because they're great villains. Mm-hmm. Oh, they're they exciting. Are. Watts that is That smile when he saw oh. Salem coming in <laughs> on her freaking giant whale. Moby Dick. It's literally okay. It's literally the monster whale from Pinocchio. <laughs> it is. That felt very Kingdom Heartsy. <laughs> okay, you just ran my mind again. I was thinking about all the different levels inside <laughs> on Kingdom Hearts, and there was what I had such a hard time when I first played. Oh, that I game. hated Kingdom Hearts one's like monster level. It, it was. I was like, I've been in this. I'm mm-hmm. going in circles. How the heck do I move on? I and the walls were like jittery and they just like and I was like I freaking hate this goddamn whale and I just would like run around and the the what you call it would pop up the heartless and I was like like I was so angry. I know, but oh. the the horrible part is like I continue to torture myself by <laughs> saying I will not stop. I will not put this controller down. I will go in circles five more times until I figure this out. And like eight hours would go by. My eyes are bloodshot. My mom's like. Tiffany, you need to put the controller down. You need to eat something. And I'm like, Mom, go away. I twitch. I will make I it. need to do this. Uh, you're just like hitting the same wall over and over and over. That level was horrifying. <sighs> so glad it was over with. Yeah, I know. I, I, I hated I liked Kingdom Hearts 2 a lot better than Kingdom Hearts 1. That's my personal. I think Kingdom Hearts 2 was good, but... Oh, Sorry, everyone. I had to sneeze. Bless you. Thank you. Oh. Um, I liked Kingdom Hearts 1. 2 was also very good, though. I mean, 1 was great. I think I played 2 first, weirdly enough, because oh. I didn't really know about 1 when I first was playing. Oh. So I played 2, and I was like, oh, cool. And then everyone's like, no, you got to play 1. And I was like, oh, 1? And so I played 1, and I was like, this is hard. I don't I can like it. see how that would be more frustrating just because the controls were so easier in the second one, right? Or the, like The controls they, were more dynamic and fluid. Yeah. There we go. They were dynamic, yeah. fluid, and the first one did not have that as much. So I was like, mm. No. <laughs> I keep having to almost sneeze. <laughs> Did I scare you? No. But it hurts. It's, 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 it, I've been on the cusp of a sneeze for like four days, and it's the most frustrating experience. <laughs> I literally was at work today, and I was like, because <laughs> I could not sneeze. <laughs> like five times it happened, and I could just like, my eye would water, and like the one side of your face kind of, not swells, but you feel like it gets yep. bigger, and then nothing happens. She'd be in her room sometimes, and then just come out, and you can just see the expression on her face. <laughs> 
like eyes slightly squinted, nose kind of crinkled, and you're like waiting for it to happen, and it just doesn't. <laughs> it's so infuriating. Uh, it's okay. It'll it'll come later. Sneezes feel so good. <laughs> I do like sneezing. Everything's out. Just make sure it's out over there. Not, not not near me. Oh, no. Um, and I love that sneezes are so powerful. Like, you literally, like, when, when I read about sneezes, I'm like, it's literally the most adorable thing that humans do is that we literally fire out rockets of mucus that our body's like, no, it's invasive, get it out. And you're like, pew! <laughs> How many miles per hour? It's like 100 miles an I hour. I know. I was going to say, it's either 50 or 100, something ridiculous. A lot of miles an hour. I don't understand. I can't even... I, I can't. We don't run. <laughs> I, I used to sprint. I would test myself on those little things that would measure. I do 16 miles an hour. That's awesome. No, 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 no. What? It's, I was like, is that even humanly possible? Oh, maybe it's not. That's. Oh, I don't know. Maybe it is. I don't know how fast humans are supposed to run. I'm sure it's no, not I like you could. Yeah, yeah. I'm I def I'm definitely not the fastest man alive. <laughs> if me little I think I've just never like done that, so oh, I, I have no idea how time. fast. The cars would get so run. mad because I'd be like <laughs> sprinting and I'd I'd see it go to like thirty five and I was like, Fuck yeah and then I'd turn behind me and there's totally a car and I was like, damn it. I thought you were gonna be like, Stop, stop, you need to stop and then you go and run <laughs> and then you're like, Okay, you can come now and they would just be like creeping up behind me and I was just like, I'm doing twenty five miles an hour. <laughs> oh no I'm not. That car is. Great. It was great. My childhood was a lot of fun. <laughs> that sounds like a lot of fun. It was a good time. Oh, um, suburbia, New Jersey. Oh yeah. Good. The good laugh. The good life. Um. So, all right. Anyways, tangent. Is there any any um? I think we need to discuss the Ironwood scene. Yes. Yes. Holy moly! Honestly, like, I feel like we were expecting it. But at the same time, I was not expecting it. I did not expect him to shoot Oscar. It happened so fast. Quick draw. It really was. A, I was like, are we watching Clint Eastwood on the screen right now? <laughs> what was that? And his stone cold delivery, James. It's what my friends call me. To you? It's general. Boom! <laughs> Holy shit! <laughs> that was the best freaking line i, I mean it was a horrible line so loud i know oh, oh my gosh we flipped out we were like <gasps> <gasps> but on i so re-watching it i was also thinking or i don't know if i'm just like overanalyzing now oh but my god you're talking to the queen of like <laughs> 25 paragraphs of overanalyzing okay okay but they're all very very good analyzing uh, and theories mine are just like all right i'm trying to come up with something so i think I found something. Hey, there. you know what? That's what it is. Um, but it was when he was like giving his little speech before he realized it was Oscar to Winter. Mm. Um, but when he turned around uh, to see that it was Oscar, there was still no like really major reaction, like mm. like a difference in emotion. Yeah. It was like he had rehearsed this speech for Winter, but it was something that he really wanted to happen. Um, like, like regardless. Interesting. You know, like not f- like. He made it... Okay, this is what I'm trying to say. <laughs> he knows the right response to sound like he cares about Winter's well-being. 
But really, he doesn't. He just knows mm-hmm. the right things to say. And he wanted it to happen regardless because it would help with his plan. Yeah. Like, I feel like he does care about other people. And no, like, he... And, the bigger picture. I've, I, I've, he does care. <clears throat> he just... But I think at that point, he was just beyond that. And mm. there was no emotional yeah. attachments or reactions involved in that. And when he saw Oscar, he was just I done. Know. He's the tin man and his heart is gone. No. So I guess I I'm curious as to how Winter and Ironwood's relationship are going to be. I know. I'm is she going to bring him back? That you actually made me think of something interesting. The way the way you were saying about how he didn't have much of a reaction to Oscar, almost as if he expected him mm. in a way. Not that he expected him, but he was almost like, oh, well, if it wasn't Winter, it's maybe like like almost like he was hoping someone would try to stop him. Right. Not maybe not. Maybe this is like a crazy potato theory, but it's like maybe he was looking, he's desperate for someone to try to like stop him and because it's not Ozpin, it's Oscar, he was like, Well, that's not gonna help me. That's not doing anything because I'm still on the right. It's not Ozpin, boom, gonna shoot you. Fourteen yeah. year old child. So it's like if it was Ozpin, yeah, would he have I'm, a different I'm reaction. Really curious if it was Ozpin, what would have happened? Yeah. But that's interesting too, because it's like if he was waiting for for Ozpin, I or like if he was expecting him to come up at some point, I feel like when he have tried to like get Ozpin to come out or like waited a little. I guess he can't wait because Sailor was there. But um, I don't know. I know. It's I'm very, super curious. Yeah, I'm curious as well. We'll see. Yeah, and they're um, gonna have another showdown for sure. And it's interesting because I, I definitely think, like, like thinking about the themes of the season and, like, everything, because <clears throat> it was really jarring to have the first half of the season be so positive because it was, like, really happy and, like, all the music was fun and I was just like, man, this is a ball. Like, Atlas is having, man, shit's going to go down an eight maybe, but seven's pretty solid. And then, <laughs> and then nope. episode 11 happened and episode 11 set it off as this, like, crazy, like, it was just Ironwood's betrayal and like this, um, the fight with Watts and the fight with Tyrion, which, and then it wrapped up in a pretty nice way with Tyrion at least until that Ironwood flipped out. Yeah. And then Ironwood's flipping out initiated that what happened with Clover, which is, I think the, one of the biggest impacts of the season, but I also don't think as much as I want them to touch on it, because I think it'll be, it'll mean a lot to the Aesops, even though they keep saying we're not friends. It's like, if you still had a coworker die, you can, especially a coworker that you work really close with, it's not, it's not, like, it's different than, like, an, like you know, you're going to care. Yeah. And I so agree. I'm really interested to see their reaction, but I also don't think Ironwood's going to prioritize as much, and I think that's going to be maybe something that sets the seeds for anger in the Aesops, because to they're going to... with Ruby and everything. Because they're going to see Ironwood being like, well, there's nothing I can fucking do about it. Like, he's dead, and Salem's here, and i got to do shit, and blah, 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 and they're going to be like, but he's dead. Like, yeah. do you not care? And he's going to be like, that's what happens in, in that's what happens war in war. situations. Yeah. I, just, I, I feel like, and, and I feel like that's going to set the Aesop's off like, a little. It doesn't matter. You have to follow orders. Yep. Put yep. your emotions aside. And maybe some of them will. Marrow's definitely going to have some, and I love, Marrow's one of the best characters of the season. And I think yeah. Marrow's going to have some turmoil. Definitely. And I, I think especially because he was placed at the Happy Huntress's at the at the rally, mm-hmm. I think there's a reason that it was him and not any of the other Aesops. Interesting. Yeah. Just because not 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 be, like just because he's gotten more screen time than them. I see. There's probably a reason for it. Yeah. I love Mario. He's great. I, yeah, I really, I I agree with you in that. I think that, um, 
I don't know if there's any doubts or like, um, what's her name? Oh gosh, I'm feeling so bad. It's like right there at the tip of my tongue. She's the one that's very fast in Aesop's. Harriet. Harriet. Um, I feel like she would initially be the one to like agree with Ironwood and side with them and be like, they're right. We still need to follow orders. Yes, and like whatever. Definitely. But Marrow is somehow going to, I don't know, bring them all together to side with Ruby. I, I don't hope know. so. I hope so too. I think I think there's going to be some division in the team. I definitely think it's going to be a divide. But I don't know where Elm or Vine. I don't know what their relationship is. I don't know how they all seem. That's the thing that killed me is that they all seem like nice people, but they're just soldiers and they're following these orders. And, yeah. And that's the thing that's always tough is that where do you you know because Robin Robin for example isn't functioning under the law. She's doing her own thing. She's based on Robin Hood. It's like yeah. there's those differences of where, but it's not like anyone's a. A bad person. Like, I don't think Elm is evil. Like, she's just following orders. Yeah, and, of course. But it was, that's, so, we talked about this last time, but the song War, I listened to it again, and I have to be honest, when, when that, when that, when they dropped and that riff, like that, the, the lyrics, that was one of the most jarringly darkened part. It made the whole situation seem very dire. I agree. I got chills yep. now. Again. Yeah. like the fifth time. I totally agree. I should listen to the lyrics again, though. But I feel like when I first heard it in the background It's playing, so good. Like, good song. Yeah. So, like, one of the... One of the songs... At the end of... There's three songs... Uh, two songs in this episode. Mm-hmm. And I love the song that played when Oscar was falling and he was making the speech. Me it, too. It sounded so hauntingly beautiful, but yet hopeful in some mm-hmm. part. It was like, you know, it got, like, this moment of, like, but it's, oh, I'll be with you. Okay. Oh, wait. We need to talk about when that line dropped, I'll, um, I'll be here until the end. And it was Crow looking at the bloodied pin of clovers that he kept. And then it was Robin putting her hands on him to, like, comfort him. I'll be there till the end. Be here till the end. Be here. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, shit. That, that was so, and, and what I loved, because I was really concerned. I was definitely on the scarecrow train for Crow. Like, he's going to go, he's going to, he's going to yeah. lose his mind. But for some reason, like, watching him, he stayed at Clover's side. And when they came, he could have burbed out of there, like, peace out, like, turn to, but he would have left Robin. And I just don't think that's Crow's character anymore. So, or at all, at all his character, really. And so I think he stayed, you know, when they arrested him. And Robin didn't look super injured either. So when I was like, is, is, when Clover held that over him, I was like, wait, she's not even super injured. So he was just using her as leverage. Yeah, and that really made just... me realize, oh, and I wanted to, I really did want Clover to be a great character because I totally thought, saw him and Crow as being really cute. But like at yeah. the same time, I understand what they did. And I'm not getting, there's a lot of, there's a lot of discussion with that that I, I know is very impactful and important, but we're going to try to just keep it to the narrative beats that have been put in front of us right, right. now. Um, so it's just, I think, Knowing that Robin was fine and he used her as leverage. And then knowing that Robin knew Crow was innocent, I think, made me turn around my complete prediction of him. I think I think Crow looked so sad this episode. He did not look like he was going to, like, go kill Ironwood. He, he very much looked like like he's resigned to his yeah, fate to of being his... taken up there. But not... Yeah. not I just think it's, it shows his recovery well. Which is good. Yeah, right. Because he's got a clear mind now. Yes. And so I think if he was what he used to be, you know, an alcoholic and everything, and if he, his mind was still fogged from alcohol, that he totally would go on a rage. Yes. And try and kill Ironwood. And then all hell would break loose. Because Which would be badass. Yeah, yeah, but then things Not would cool. just 
go downhill even more so for him. I know. Um, so I, I like that Robin was on his side because I think that Crow needs someone. And I, I know Clover was that character, but, you know, maybe I'm, I'm really interested to see what they'll do with Robin because Robin has been a character that we've watched for just this season. But she's mm-hmm. obviously going to be in the next season. Yeah. And she has her happy huntresses. She's someone who's fighting for Mantle. And she's... And I just feel, I feel like, you know, some, sometimes it's interesting to see a new character and get attached to them because it's like, you know, it's, these characters are now going to be in other seasons. But I just think Robin is very impactful as a character. And I just think we'll see more of her. I just yeah. think she was, um, I think we'll see, I really want to see more of the Happy Huntresses. I want to know more about their stories and everything. Cause Me too. If you remember Henry Marigold, I just know his names because I've been following these things. In season four, he was the one who talked to Weiss at the party. He had the blue hair. Right. And he was like, oh, this painting isn't as pretty as you. I remember that, yeah. That's May, who's in the Happy Huntresses. Her cousin, I think. Cousin. Really? Yep, like canonically, I'm pretty sure. What? So I'm really interested to be like, wait, Henry was such a like, <laughs> jerk, you know? And, and, and May is... Do, do you think he's somehow involved not. like with... I have no clue. Um, I, I guess, like, that would be interesting. I know. Anyway, so I was kind like, Kind of pulling them in, in some sense. What if he turned his sense. life around and he's like, I'm going to help my cousin, like, <laughs> heal mantle. Like, yeah. I don't know. But, yeah. It could be. That's possible. Um, I don't know. I, I think, like, I, I'm hoping to see that it's going to be, like, a, uh, a good friendship. And, yes, and yeah. And a way that they can help support each other and follow through with, um their their own goals like of course uniting mantle and and just protecting the citizens mm-hmm. and crushing salem i don't know i i hope that it's they somehow figure something out and just work together and yeah there good. needs to be a unity and i i honestly the one thing i really think is important is that ozpin <clears throat> oscar too but ozpin as he used to be and crow need to have a talk and ozpin yes. and ironwood then need, need to have a talk but I honestly think what they'll probably do is they won't have Ozpin confront Ironwood. They'll have Oscar. Because Ozpin would be... Well, may, maybe Ozpin can talk to Ironwood, but I feel like Oscar... Because ha- they've been putting, putting Oscar, Oscar with Ironwood. Ozpin. So I'm really curious that maybe Iron Ozpin is going to be like, you can do this too. You can talk him down because you are... Um, you know, we are... You're, you're just as capable as I am yeah you know? you're yeah. just as good of a person you're whatever but I definitely think that he needs to have a talk with um with Crow as well I think they all need to kind of get into an understanding because all the big boys all the big come boys everyone needs to sit, sit down hold talk hands. about your problems all right you go first <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's true it's true they really do. <laughs> I'm just yeah so that and, and it's I just I'm curious to see because I just this season was so much, so much stuff, so much meat to it, so much you can talk about, so much you can yeah. discuss. And there was just a lot of um, characters that really stood out this season that I didn't expect to stand out. Penny I expected to stand out, but not in the way that she did. I was excited. I yeah, know. And I, I definitely had a feeling that yeah. she would get it. Yeah, and you I'm did. really you glad did. she did. I just want to see what they're going to do with her character to, now that she has all this power. Yeah. Like, I don't think she's going to have any difficulty. I mean, of course, there's going to be some difficulties she'll face, but I'm just, I, I, I don't know. I don't think she'll go in a bad direction, but I think maybe she'll have a moment where she has to face this, like, yeah. uh, 
I don't know, she already had a lot of power to begin with because she was made, you know, like, Mm-mm. she was made, yes. um, electronically. She's a robot. She's a robot. Okay. <laughs> I mean, she's real now, but <laughs> maybe, yeah? No, she's, she's real. But, um, I don't know. I, I think that it'll be interesting if they do give her that moment where yeah. she's, like, also struggling with the amount of power that she has now mm. and the choices that she'll have to make using that. Um, there was something else I was going to say, but I can't think of it at the moment. That's okay. So, there. I was going to also give a, sh- like, give a shout out to this, the design team, because I, 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 you know, watching some of the older episodes of Ruby, and I mean, they all, they're all fun. They're all good to watch. They'll have their great scenes. I love the fights from season four, and like season five has some rich, rich um, environments and a lot of the... And season six, of course, is amazing. But shout out to making Atlas because Atlas is such a picturesque like environment. It really is. And so, this the shot with Oscar falling was done beautifully. The music there, the cues with the black screens. It's just, I just want to give a shout out to the animators, the sound design team, the like FX team. Like I'm not quite sure who's all involved in these in these creations, but you did an amazing job of conveying these emotions. I completely agree, and especially the scene with, and I remember hearing you, like, gasp as well, the scene where that snowflake goes across Cinder's face, Yes. and then all of the snowflakes following after that, and her realizing she's lost her opportunity to get power. That, that's, with the music, just, like, building a little bit when that snowflake came was so amazingly powerful it was just we had chills we were literally sitting here like oh my god (laughs) we were just we couldn't and just even the one the thing I one shot I loved is Cinder flying up above the city and like shouting and like it's just that that her with that city and that with Atlas and the Academy again do you see this I know you've got chills you know how to make the chills come I do I just (laughs) mentioned crazy things that happen in Ruby Just talk about it. I'll get the chills. Mufasa. Say it again. Mufasa. 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 (laughs) That is what it is. That is me. That is? No. It's just, yeah, that there are so many great scenes this season. And it's just like seeing them, like Gravity had some, the, the, the amazing point when Ruby was looking at Ironwood and then she flipped past him to make the speech, the music that built up to that. There's just so many good parts of this season that I think that every the whole team came together to make these happen, and they were just amazingly well done. Yeah, I agree. You guys have done such a wonderful job, and I'm so hooked on this show. Yes. I'm so glad. I, I'll say it again. Rachel got me into this, and <laughs> it's amazing. The storyline is so much fun, and like... I can't wait till the next season and see what you guys yeah. produce. We're so, so. excited. We're 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 pop, we're gonna always we're gonna podcast. I, I was thinking we should do a podcast recap of the season, but I don't know if we'll do that. We might. I think we've covered a decent amount now. Yeah, we have. But um, we'll we'll keep you updated on yeah. our Twitter in case we do. In case we do. Um, we'll be um we'll also be podcasting other things. So we'll we're gonna start focusing on just different shows we might watch, or we'll we'll kind of let you know the next thing we're gonna podcast about. Mm-hmm. Um, could be I mean, anything, but yeah. In the in the meantime, while season eight is being produced, yes, yes. 
until season eight is done, and then we'll probably do like a lead in to the to the episodes, and then we'll watch them. We'll sit down and watch them together, and then yes. we'll we'll podcast about it. So. Yeah. yeah but thanks for tuning in. Yes, thank you guys. I know we're relatively new on the Ruby scene and I know there's a lot of there's so many podcasts and YouTubers and stuff you can go to. So we really appreciate if you do listen to us. Yeah, and reach out. Don't be afraid. Yeah. We'd love to hear uh, you know, feedback, any thoughts. Uh, your own theories that you'd like to talk about. Yeah, definitely. Our Ooh. Twitter account is at Knights Lanai. Yep. Yeah. And what were you gonna say? We should, we're going to do a Discord. We're going to get that set up. I'm definitely not familiar with Discord because I am an old person. But it's okay. I've got a Discord. <laughs> you so. do have a Discord. Uh, no, no, I do have a Discord with some friends, but I never really use it because I'm like, what do I do? So we'll set oh. one up. Yeah, we'll set one up we'll so we can discuss, you know. have some funny uh, funny emojis on there. Yeah, we'll gifts. share some stuff no. <laughs> that we can use. But yeah, thank you guys so much. I hope you all love this season as much. And give Kruby some love if you did. They're, they're a great team of people. Um, mm. And right. yeah, and <laughs> you know, I don't know. I Stay hope... tuned for all the other things that we'll be coming out with. Yeah, there will be a few things. And maybe we'll talk about Ruby some more because I can't seem to shut up about it at all. So. <laughs> we probably will. We probably will have that season recap anyways. Yeah. Or we'll just do like a rewatch at some point too. Yeah. But yeah, so thank you guys again and um, hope you listen to our other stuff when we produce it. We'll let you know. Uh, Castlevania is coming out March oh, 5th. Oh, yes. Season 3, right? Yep, season Castlevania three. is so good. Yeah. Oh, if you guys haven't ch- checked out Castlevania, check out Castlevania. It's nice too because what was it? The first or the second season was actually really short. Both of them were pretty they, short, The right? first was really short, but the second season was a little longer. I think it was six, six or episodes. eight episodes. And the, the first, first one was, like was four. four. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jinx! <laughs> you owe me a soda! We know our stuff. Um, yeah, so it's pretty short, but really captivating. The yeah. animation is also really great. Super um, funny. Very, very funny. Oh my gosh, we should watch that. We should totally we should watch, watch one tonight. Please, Ooh, maybe, maybe we could, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, um, check that out, and maybe we will podcast about that as well. So, yeah, we'll probably discuss. Um, there will be spoilers. Yeah, you need to watch it. <laughs> Just like the spoiler warning at the end, there will be spoilers for uh, Ruby episode thirteen of season seven. So right, um, we're a little late about that, but uh, sorry. Oops, sorry, not in advance. <laughs> <laughs> we tried, but no, definitely stay tuned. And yeah, we have hope a to great see you soon. Night. Yes, have a good night, and we're finally at night on the lanai. Ah. <laughs> I'm not going to